Hey guys, I hope you're having an amazing, beautiful, positive day. I am sending you so much love and so much peaceful, balanced energy. I kind of sound like I have a cold because I kind of do. Um, currently in Florida, Sarasota, Florida, at my cousin's wedding. And had to share this moment with you um healing teaching moment and maybe a little bit of like a needing to vent a little bit moment for myself that's going to bring some healing some deeper understanding and just processing something that just happened so i'd like to share with you guys and maybe it will help us heal together so i flew down here and attending my cousin's wedding and you know i love her she's my blood she's my cousin um but one thing i want to say um we don't choose our family and it's very important because i think that the bigger picture of this message is to have that understanding we do not choose our family and you know we're allowed to refuse certain people and energies being in our life based on you know how they make us feel um uncomfortable they put us down they make us feel bad about ourselves they're a low vibe energy they're not bringing us up and bringing light and positivity into our life we have the ability to refuse those energies right and so my cousin she's lovely i met her wedding and it was such a beautiful wedding everything was just so really really beautiful Honestly, I feel grateful to be here. I am on a hotel. I'm in a hotel, sorry, on the beach. My view is overlooking this beautiful beach in Sarasota. And I could not be more happy and grateful for this now moment just to be here experiencing this. So I wanted to talk about this because I have been away from family for a long time. I don't see my family. Um I am far away from them and you know that's why I do when I say our family triggers us the most. Certain energies um just being around one family member can trigger so much childhood trauma and childhood wounds that we have and this would be in regards to my aunt my my cousin's mother and i love my aunt i love my family you know i do i truly underneath it all especially if you're a highly sensitive being you're an evolved soul you're an older soul than your family you have this love inside of you this unconditional love inside of you this wisdom within you that sees above all and that can have that compassion and love and empathy towards them um interesting enough though being that i'm not really around my family much when i'm around them and they trigger those inner childhood unworthiness wounds i go right back into this unworthiness space right this place of feeling like i'm not enough like i am not good enough like i am this and i am that and um it 
it really pulls me back into that place in my life where I, I don't reside anymore. I am no longer in this space. So I'm going to talk about what happened. And I know it's something so minor, but we got to understand how these small minor things build up to be something so much bigger and for you to have that understanding of that trauma right I've done so much kind of um I've done so much podcasts on trauma and generational trauma and to understand how these minor small things have such an impact on us as we grow and especially words right um you know being able to build up a child make them feel worthy from within make them feel powerful and brilliant and like they are just amazing just as they are right the ability to just be and you know be so proud of that just to be proud of who you are right a lot of us like myself you listening um you know if you're listening to my podcast chances are you are on a journey to discovering your worthiness and it's because we at some point in our life were made to feel like we weren't worthy and maybe we have never been told we are worthy so we're on this self-discovery to learn our worthiness and a lot of us have worked years on ourselves years to heal parts of ourselves that have laid dormant within us and it's these moments like I am about to share right now that are here to trigger and shine a light on the areas that we still need to work on shine a light on the the major blocks that are here keeping us from you know really truly loving who we are and ascending to higher heights in our life and i know that this was a moment that i needed to have um because i know what my blocks are right and so so my cousin didn't have a makeup artist and I am a makeup artist. I mean, I've done makeup for years. It was a no-brainer for me to be like, of course, I'll do your makeup. You know, um, so I did my cousin's makeup. I stepped up. I stepped in. She asked me to be a bridesmaid last minute. I said, oh, shit. Okay, I'm doing this. I'm committing to it because how can you say no? You can't, right? You're just not saying no. It's not happening. So I stepped up. I I became a bridesmaid. I, I stepped in. I did her makeup. And I was there for her. You know? Um, I was there for her. I've been there for her. And I wasn't expecting that coming down here. I was expecting her to have much more friends. Much more of a support system. And she doesn't have that. So naturally, I step in to do all that, right? Um, And I, it's so funny because I know my mom. I love my mother. She's amazing. But she comes from a family that 
needed to be perfect all the time. If you guys listen to my previous podcasts, um, she needed to be absolutely perfect all the time. So she was criticized a lot growing up and picked apart and made to feel, you know, small, like she had to be prim and proper and, you know, present herself in a, in a specific way, in a, in a, a way that, you know, is perfection, right? This perfection. And so my entire life, I grew up with that. That was her programming from her mother. And then her programming that she tried to put on me was that I needed to be perfect and that I wasn't and to criticize the parts of me that she didn't like, right? That my grandmother didn't like, right? Those were the same things that my grandmother didn't like about her. So she would criticize me about those things. And a lot of it was, you know, most of it, all of it was about my looks, my weight, you know. And so I grew up with these extremely unhealthy self-doubting belief systems. I hated myself. And I grew such an unhealthy attachment to food because of that. Um, Because food I used as comfort and to be criticized, you would almost then go to food to comfort yourself, right? And I do enjoy food. Food makes me so happy, like so happy and so tonight after years years i'm talking years of working through these limiting belief systems that i have being able to say okay i'm really gonna love myself this time um i'm gonna remove those self-doubting belief systems i'm able to really look at myself in the mirror and say hey like I love this body. Like it's it's sh- I've I've started to rationalize these negative belief patterns that I have, right? Instead of looking in the mirror and going, "I hate my body. I'm fat here. I'm fat here and I'm just disgusting." Um which used to be the the pattern in my head. Um now I can look in the mirror and say, "Okay, like I still have those thoughts of like I'm fat here, I'm gross here. This is gross." But instead of saying, "I hate myself and I'm I'm never going to be better." I can look at myself and rationalize those thoughts and say, this is my body and it grows and it shrinks. And the harder I work out in the gym and the better that I eat, it it shrinks and it tightens. And if I overindulge and I want to just be, you know, kind of enjoy my life a bit and maybe not work out, then it's going to going to be like this. And maybe I'll carry a little extra weight here and there or maybe I have my period and maybe I'm bloated. Right. So I'm able to really rationalize the thoughts, whereas before I wasn't able to rationalize the thoughts. I would spiral into that belief system and I would just completely go into a dark hole where I would hate myself even more. And it was just a really bad pattern. And it was like it had so much control over me the belief system that my mom ingrained into my brain was that I am not enough, I'm not good enough, I'm fat, I'm unworthy. Um, And 
her not even realizing, right? Her not even having the self-awareness of how that was such a negative effect on me, how it had such a negative effect on me, right? And so I have worked years to rationalize that pattern and then lessen, you know, that kind of voice in my head that's had so much control and really just do more loving affirmations, you know, really just allowing myself to see myself for who I truly am. And, you know, it's taken me years to get to this place. And so I get here um, to my cousin's makeup. Like I said, I stepped up and I go, we go to the wedding. It's absolutely stunning on the beach. And mind you, guys, I'm going to be honest, this might be too much information for some of you, but I got my period today. So I'm a little on the bloated side. And not only that, I didn't know I was going to be a bridesmaid. So she asked me to bring a dress or she asked me to wear a black dress. I had previously bought a dress for the wedding, which was a silvery blue color. And it was a little bit it has some like ruching in the front, like absolutely beautiful dress. I was anticipating wearing that dress. And when she asked me to be in the wedding, she said, well, you need to have a black dress. I didn't want to go out and buy a black dress. I could have. But um, so I ended up wearing this dress that I had brought and it was it's a really tight dress, it's like super tight. Um, I already feel uncomfortable, right, as is, but I just said, you know what, fuck it, like, whatever. Um, I'm a curvy, curvy girl. I got, I got a big ass, you know, um, and that's just that, right? I'm comfortable being in New York looking the way I do because everyone is, there's a lot of thick girls out there. Um, in Florida, there's a lot of skinny people where I am but it doesn't it's it's besides the point because what I'm trying to say is is again how my my mother's raised how my aunt was raised same thing skinny stick thin that's their programming that's all they know and I'm over here a complete black sheep looking like fucking super thick you know and it just is what it is so so I met did the dinner after the wedding and I don't know if it was jealousy. I'm I'm honestly, this guy told me that he thinks it's jealousy. I really don't know what it is. It could be jealousy, whatever. Um, but I had this one lady compliment me in front of my aunt. And she was like, wow, you are gorgeous and you're just stunning. And I was like, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so then I'm sitting down and I don't know if maybe that got to my aunt or something, but my aunt walks over to me in front of a table of people and she goes, oh, are you guys squished over here? Because we had like put an extra chair on the end of the table and I like squished myself in between people um, because I was sitting at a boring table and they just, you know, made room for me at the bridesmaids table at the sorry bridal party table so my aunt goes um no but i was telling my niece she should slim down i was telling my niece she should slim 
down. Maybe she should slim down. And <laughs> I got so triggered back into that little Misha, little Michelle that was being criticized where I didn't feel worthy enough to speak up for myself. Where I didn't feel worthy enough to be like, that's not okay for you to say to me. Don't say that to me. Um, and I just sat there. And I was shocked. And I was embarrassed. She embarrassed me. And after all that I did today. And it's not like I'm looking for recognition. But I know that if I wasn't here, what the fuck would you have done? Because I became a bridesmaid that you needed. And I did my cousin's makeup. She needed a makeup artist. I was the makeup artist. Was I supposed to be the makeup artist? No. Did I get compensated for being a makeup artist? No. If I was getting hired to be a makeup artist at weddings, which I have done before, I'm getting hundreds of dollars for that. Like, straight up. So... I did that out of the kindness of my heart and because I love you. And you really going to come to the table and embarrass me like that in front of the table of people? So that just brought me right the fat, right the fuck back into my trauma of hearing all those little slick comments. And it's like a little knife jabbing in your side, like... You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. After like all of that, what a slap in my face, right? Like I feel like what a slap in my face. And I didn't even have the power to stand up for myself after all this work I've done. The new me does have enough power inside me to stand up for myself, but when it's family triggering me, it's literally bringing me right back into that childhood wound, right? So I had to take some space and process that. The guy that was sitting beside me that heard my aunt say that to me, um, he just said, wow, that was a cunty thing to say. And like, I don't even like the word cunt. Like, that is a gross word to me. But he was absolutely right. That was a cunty thing to say. Like, who does that? And it says more about her. This is the thing is, <coughs> excuse me, because she's family and because they're family, I put myself under them in some weird, strange type of way. But if it was anyone else, I could separate myself, disassociate myself, detach myself and see it from a, an, a different perspective, right? In that moment, I, me, I could just be like, oh, that person's super insecure and they really hate themselves. But because it's family, it's like there's a karmic energy that plays out in that with me that I'm here to learn the lesson from. And so this is what I want you to understand how important it is for these karmic energies to be neutralized within your family dynamics. These are the things that are triggering you the most. And these are the things that are holding you back from becoming your best self. They are coming up right now in your immediate reality to iron out so that you can ascend to this new level. This was so necessary for me. I don't think you even understand how necessary this was for me because I have been on this journey to, to loving myself and there's still deep healing that needs to go that needs to happen
where I can finally look at my aunt in the in the eye and say, excuse me, you don't say those things to people. You don't embarrass people at the table. Where I can stand up for myself and be so detached in that moment that I'm not letting that get to me. Those words get to me. They are just words. And if they trigger me, then I am agreeing with what she's saying. And because I have these deep-rooted wounds of unworthiness, I do agree with what she says. I still am agreeing with what she says. And so, what a day. I'm still unpacking, you know, this moment. Um, Thank you for listening with me. I know that a lot of you, like myself, we are really, really doing the deep work. We're really, really trying to better ourselves. And there's, there's things in your life that need to come up. They are necessary. They are necessary to come up because this is the healing that needs to take place right now. And, you know, the old me would have said nothing. The new me will address my aunt tomorrow. And again, when I say, like, we don't choose our family, right? I'm uncomfortable to be around. I don't like, I wouldn't even hang out with somebody like that, right? I wouldn't have a friend like that. So just because you're my family, don't think that I can't just walk away forever and just be like, no, I'm good. Like, see you maybe (laughs) one day, you know? Because that's the level of detachment that I've gotten to. Is to a point where, like, I am not obligated to keep people in my life just because of the position that they hold in my life. I choose the positions that you hold in my life. Just because you're family doesn't mean you hold a position in my life. This is the power that you live and and breathe and have in your life. You decide, you choose. Nobody has power over you unless you choose, right? And so really getting to this understanding that everything is within your control. We, We really have, sorry, within yourself, it's within your control. You know, having that shift in perspective, having that deeper understanding, the ability to let go, the ability to detach, the ability to say goodbye to things that are not healthy for you in your life, choosing to create a better life for yourself, right? Because that is your choice. And, and you have the control over that. And what we don't have control over is who our family is. Who are our blood. And some of you are so different from your family. I am so, so different from my family. This was another moment today of confirmation. Where God is like, no... You're special, you know, you don't fit in here. And that's okay, because that's your superpower. You weren't supposed to fit in here. And, you know, the uncomfortable feeling that I have now, but to be able to work through that uncomfort, and then again, right, heal, detach myself, see my see myself and even my aunt in the higher, from a higher perspective where... That's her programming. 
that is her programming. She may never change. I might be the one to help her change. You know, or she might never change. And that again is within our own hands. We have the power to do that. We have the power to communicate our feelings in a calm, cool, collected way and have people see things from a different perspective. And if she doesn't see it from my perspective, then she might have just lost, you know, a really great niece. Because at this point, I'm very detached and willing to walk away from the things that are not serving me in my life. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here with me tonight. And if you want to book personal sessions, guys, feelswithmish at gmail.com. You can check out my Instagram at feelswithmish, my TikTok feelswithmish. Send me an email, update me on your journeys. I love you all so much. I hope you have an amazing, beautiful, positive day.